What is up, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Maybe Tomorrow podcast. I'm your host, Javon Alderman. If you haven't already, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button and get ready to share because today we are going to be talking about a topic that I think a lot of us may be experiencing, and that is burnout. So we're just going to go ahead and jump right in. And to kick us off, I'm going to share a statistic on burnout, and it derives from a study completed in 2021 by Mental Health America and FlexJobs. What they did was they ran a survey on 1,500 respondents with the goal of determining just how widespread burnout could and is. And it turns out that 75% of those surveyed claim to have experienced burnout in some way, shape, or form, with 40% of those participants saying that they've experienced burnout specifically during the pandemic. And as we all know, the pandemic is still running rampant, but as of now, there are also a lot of other stressors of life, such as increasing gas prices, the threats of war, abortion and gun control legislation being prevalent in the media. So I can only imagine just how everyone might be feeling mentally, and I figured why not have a conversation on burnout, especially because it seems to be on the rise and running rampant. If you don't know what burnout is, essentially it's just feelings of exhaustion, whether mental and or physical, but some symptoms of burnout do include frequent headaches, trouble eating or digesting food, lack of motivation, isolation or feelings of loneliness, and hell, even low self-esteem at points. And with all those things I just listed, if left untreated, each of those could have devastating long-term implications on your overall health, and that's not good at all. So, Here are four things that you can do to try and manage and reduce your overall stress levels and burnout altogether. So I'm going to go ahead and one, two step in like my girl Sierra with tip number one, which is to identify what your stressors are. It's said that some aspects of life that might attribute to burnout could be the lack of emotional and mental support, which that could be stemming from your spouse, your family unit, or even your circle of friends. Another is having way too many demands and not enough resources, which that could be the result of working multiple jobs or having a lot of daily responsibilities with no access to help, right? Another one um, could also just be like a chaotic living condition or a chaotic living situation. And that could just be a messy home, messy room, a messy bathroom, or a toxic housing situation if you live with roommates, family, um, or even just your friends. And with any issue, it's incredibly important to reflect on what the root cause of that issue is. And dealing with burnout is no different. But of all the common causes of burnout that I just listed, only you can answer which of those or a completely different one is the root cause. And because we've been told since youth that writing things down is a great way to get things out of our mind, I highly encourage you to grab your journal or laptop if you have one, hell, even a piece of scrap paper, and really list out what your stressors are. Once you weigh those pros and cons, I'm positive that you'll feel an alleviation of that burden, and then you'll be able to make some long-term solutions. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and hop into tip number two. And that is to build a solid support system with people you believe you can trust. Now, finding someone or a group of people that you can relate to on an emotional level is one of the biggest flexes in today's society. 
because not only can it help you validate how you feel on certain levels and certain aspects, it's a great way to help you process your emotions if you're feeling overwhelmed or burnt out from life. And it's also a really great way for you to build relationships with people that you care about or people that you have common interests with. And these types of people may seem like one in a million, especially when we're considering the way in which some of us are acting in today's society with ghosting culture and all those different things that run rampant on social media. But I promise you that there are so many people around you that genuinely care and are willing to help you process your emotions. We often think that our friends need to be all-encompassing and we have to have almost everything in common with them, but you can have one thing in common with an individual and a friend and they could be a massive support system uh, for you. Now, this action itself is gonna require you to trust your gut and trust your feelings, but it's definitely something that you wanna think about, especially when you find yourself in a tough predicament or you're feeling down because when that arises, who are you going to call, right? Who's going to be there for you? And as you begin building and setting the foundation to have those interpersonal relationships, to have that emotional support system and really start putting your energy and your time into people that you care about, you'll continue to ask yourself that question. Remember, your family and your friends, in different forms, they see a version of you, and it could be a version of yourself that you might not even have realized, right? You could be a secret admirer, a fan, a huge supporter, whatever the case may be. Just don't be afraid to begin having those open conversations and taking it from there. Jogging into tip number three is going to be exercising, my friend. Uh, exercising has been proven countless times over to be a solid mood booster, and the reason being is that it releases chemicals in your brain that genuinely just help you feel happier. Um, and it's often been attributed to easing some of the effects of depression, ADHD, anxiety, right? Those are some huge, huge um, stressors that people deal with in life. But aside from helping you maintain your healthy physique, uh, exercising can really help you sleep better at night as well, which is important to maintaining an overall good mood. And before you get started on that, eh, you know, I hate going to the gym or I don't want to run on the treadmill, right? There are so many ways that you can be active that do not require you to have a gym membership. If you have a dog, grab a Frisbee and toss it around, right? If you've got boots, go hiking. If you've got cleats, go play some sports. You know, I hear volleyball is going to be huge this summer, especially at VBGB if you're in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. Uh, but... Think about it this way, right? More exercise means that you'll be tired. You being tired means you'll have better sleep. Getting better sleep ultimately puts you in a better mood, which should increase your productivity. An increase in productivity means that you'll be more efficient, whether that's at work or completing your personal task. And that leaves you more time to do things in general. And that leads me into the last tip, which is tip number four. And that is to do things that you enjoy. Burnout has a lot of similarities to depression. And what I've found with depressed people is that they often find themselves avoiding the very people and the things that they've once cared about. So find out what the enjoyable things that you used to do in the past are for you. 
you know, do you like to draw? Do you like to bake, play sports, hang out with friends, shoot photography, look at the stars, right? What is it? And whatever it is, find find that out and then start making time to do a little bit more of that each and every day. And if you need a push, I am more than happy to commit to spending 15 to 30 minutes a day doing something that I enjoy each day for the rest of the month of June. If that helps inspire some action, just hit me up. My DMs are open. And that wraps up today's episode. So for a quick recap on four things that you can do to help manage your burnout. Tip number one is going to be identifying what your stressors are and writing them down. Tip number two is going to be building a solid support system with people you believe you can trust. Tip number three is getting out, getting moving, getting some exercise. And tip number four is doing the things that you enjoy. And I'd like to say thank you so very much for listening. If you've been enjoying this podcast, please go ahead and like, subscribe, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. And if you want to check me out on social media, please follow me at the Maybe Tomorrow Podcast or at Javon Alderman, both of which I should certainly be posting more images on and both of which will be in the description below. That being said, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and a phenomenal week. I'll catch you later.